Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I don't have any... Hey, it's Crimson. And what would really help me out if you go to my YouTube channel... Crimson six zero six two zero, and then pop up Crimson and hit that subscribe button. Other than that, if you want to help me out, you can check out my Patreon page at Crimson six zero six two zero PS Four Gaming. And just thank you for listening. Okay, so I admit, I admit that um, ooh, check it out. The only time I really enjoyed hearing Kermit the Frog talk with someone who approximately sounds like Kermit the Frog is watching Devil Artists. This is when him with Perfect Cell and Kermit the Frog may have crazy adventures in the DA universe. But I don't like this fucker. And I know I just recently did a video with him and Ben Shapiro. And it's just, oh God. He makes me want to rip out my eardrums and smack myself with them. I, I don't know where that came from, but yeah, um, fuck Jordan Peterson. But, remember, he's a professor of psychology that's going to tell us about um, why African is not Africa is not poor because of colonization. This motherfucker's a Nazi. He's he's just a fucking Nazi. And, like, let, let's just face it, um, he, he just does shit that just is just horrible. If you haven't watched it, uh, watch the some more news um, brief talk about George Peterson. He's just a Nazi. He's just a fucking Nazi. But let, let's 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 get into this video, shall we? Well, you you list here in one of your articles uh, where you make re- reference to these rating systems, the bottom ten countries for doing business in the world: Chad, Haiti. Central African Republic, Congo, Democratic Republic, South Sudan, Libya, Yemen, Venezuela. There's a lovely example, Eritrea and Somalia. And so- Okay, so for all the bullshit he does, like, why did you name your daughter Michaela? Off of, you know, the fucking so- Soviet premiere. Uh, uh, okay, all right, let's go. So there are three exceptions in yeah. the African ecosystem. Yeah. Mauritius, Rwanda, Kenya, South Africa, Botswana, and Zambia. You pointed out in your pros- prospectus, is it prospectus yeah, article? Yeah, prospectus article of uh, right, Artificial right. Institute. Mm-hmm. Right, that Mar- Mauritius is a rising star, uh, and Rwanda is in some ways comparable to Georgia. So some of these countries have started to get this right. Yes. And so what's the... Co- We're not going to talk about the history of colonization that has happened through the Western powers, through things that happened with the Second, uh, the Second World War, and now what's happening with the Belt and Road Initiative to China and, you know, all the warlords with guns and drugs that are trying to control the populace. We're not going to talk about that shit, right? We're, we're going to... Oh, okay, let's go. Oh, let's go. Consequence of that. And what does right mean? What they have understood, what these countries have understood is that economic freedom is at the center for prosperity building. Uh, Rwanda, for example, Paul Kagame, the president of Rwanda, is explicit about it. He said he wants to be the Lee Kuan Wu 
of he wants to be the Singapore of Africa, and Lee Kuan Wu is his model. Now the dirty mouths are gonna start shouting, "Oh yeah, see, authoritarian, blah blah blah, whatever." Me, I want to talk only. Wait, 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 wait. So you bring up somebody who is literally authoritarian. And say, well, because he's an authoritarian, you shouldn't listen to him. I mean, you shouldn't pay attention to that. So is he oppressing his people? Like, is he being the new um, Xi Jinping? Is he doing that shit? Like, no! That is not... Oh, yeah, we're going to make our country great by oppressing the people. That's stupid. That's not freedom. That's just money to the top part of the fucking party. Or the ruling class. That's not freedom. That's not how freedom works. About the, um, econ on the economic side, if you take Lee Kuan Wu and Singapore as your example, then it means that like him, you're going to have to be serious about economic freedom. Economic, economic freedom for who? If you live in an authoritarian, authoritarian state. For who? The ruling class? Okay, okay. Oh, oh God, this is hurting my head. This is hurting my head. You are literally saying economic freedom, even though somebody's an authoritarian. That money isn't going to the people. Uh, okay, let's go. And that's exactly what he did. That's what Singapore did. When Singapore figured that out, they went on to put in the right reforms to make their environment the most, some of the most business-friendly environments in the world, one of the most free markets environment in the world. And we know Singapore is a beacon of freedom and happiness and there are no there are no poor people in Singapore there are no poor people in Singapore there are no poor people in Singapore oh wait yeah there is and you saw the magic of Singapore today Singapore is richer than its ex-colonizer Great Britain so when I hear people telling me today oh Africa is poor because of colonization I'm like please let's move on from that does it Hey guys here come pick 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 oh, I'm sorry have maybe a tiny percentage in where we are today maybe maybe and I don't know but I know it's not the cause because if it were many countless countries have been colonized before and by the way colonizing one another is is humanity's history it just happened <laughs> wait, wait, wait 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 colonization is a good thing because that's what all humans did so is slavery did because that's what humans did oh Human sacrifice is a good thing because that's what human history is. Oh yeah, you know, you know, cannibalism. That's all the human history. Did you hear the insanity that this chick is saying? All right, let's let's go. Let's go. Happened that maybe African Africa has been one of the the, the last you know um, colonized region in the world. So in our psyche, it, it it is there and it acts like nothing happened before to others. But uh, flash news, it's the history of the world. We've been capturing each other back and forth, all of that. So anyway, but the truth is. All right, so let's let's just address this. And I, I know that there are going to be people in my capital section, and there are no people that I've already like talked to. Yes, here the thing is, I do not believe this is this is just me. I do not believe that you should actually use. I was more impressed than you are, so I have a pass to do crazy shit. No, I think that slavery is bad. I think colonization is bad. I think that killing each other are bad. So we shouldn't do it! And 
Watch this now. Societies who have suffered for colonization and are still suffering from colonization, they should be freed from those bonds. Not free to enact the same type of retribution on other people, um, but um, yeah, colonization is bad. We shouldn't do it. And we should actually, you know, I don't know, let people determine their own destinies without imposing their wills on other people. I think that's a thing that we can actually do. I, I, I think that's something we can actually do. But let's go. Um, Singapore, richer than Britain today. And then Hong Kong happened. No, no, it's, no, no, it's not. Okay. Here, let me, let me test that theory out. Because reasons. Here. Um, and, uh, for versus Great Britain GDP. All right, so let's 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 look at this, and I need to put this back on screen. Sorry. Um. Here, let's choose this one. Oh, this is too many numbers and letters that I am too far from the screen to actually see. So, if we're looking at GDP. GDP for 2021 396,000 excuse me 396 million GDP for wait I, I, I don't know why that came up like so in comparison the United Kingdom has Almost a factor of eight above the GDP of Singapore. Now GDP per capita, yes, because United Great Britain, United Kingdom has more people. Debt again, more people. Um, but the GDP for the United Kingdom is a factor of eight above. Singapore. I'm trying to figure out what's the difference. I, I'm trying to figure out like I I how is Singapore better or, 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 or Singapore's GDP is 
pioneered Great Britons? I'm confused. I have so many fucking questions. Even the S&P rating, even though Great Britain has a lower S&P rating, I think they can still borrow money at a better rate than Singapore. Something just tells me. I, I don't. I don't know. I, I. It just seems as if that's what she's saying is just bullshit. It just sounds like bullshit. I don't know. Maybe because it's the Daily Mail and nobody would really check that shit. But you know, I don't. I don't know. And, and then because Hong Kong happened, China even today happened because China's like, wait a minute, what, what went on over there? And then China went on to do the exact same thing with its SECs, the special economic zones, some of the most free market zones in the world. And it's almost as if China's a capitalist country. I don't know. It's almost as if China's a capitalist country. And they're doing the Better Road Initiative, which is causing them a lot of trouble at home and abroad. But, you know, you know, you know, because reasons. Let's go. And then look at it happen in communist China, who, when it comes to economics, decided that we're going to do the free market. We're going to be capitalist because that's the only way we tried everything else. Oh, she's admitted to it. China is a capitalist country. Okay. Yeah, let's go. We killed hundreds of millions of people and, and, we have, and we have nothing to show for it. But now that we're tired of being disrespected members of society, because guess what? That's the other thing, too. You want to be respected in this world? You're going to have to be among the, the prosperous ones. For other reasons. Would it be nice, G, that we respect people just because? Absolutely. But that's really not the world we live in. So when China got tired of being disrespected, they're like, maybe we've got to build also some prosperity here because then they're going to hear us. And today, China, being one of the, you know, being where it is at, even Hollywood, Hollywood, who tries to tell the world how to think, is being told by China what movies to make and how to tweak stories and history in order to be palatable for them. Is it because of profit motive? Is it because of profit motive? Is it because profit motive? And oh yeah, Xi Jinping is a fucking authoritarian. But of course, Jordan Peterson is going to love authoritarians because he's an authoritarian. But let's go. You see the power that comes with, with being prosperous. The consumer price index has reached yet another 40-year high in the latest G... Is that, is this really an ad? Oh, this is really an ad! Oh, wait, wait, this is an ad! Oh my god, this is an ad! Instead of actually just doing an ad break, they, oh wow, fuck! Alright, let's go. You recommend concretely to countries like Senegal to get the hell out of the way, let's say, of the people who would, like you, would try to, would do everything they could to try to make it better. I mean, one of the things that happened with India is India established the Indian Institute of Technology, which is a deadly yep. engineering school. And a huge number of its graduates went to Silicon Valley, as you well know. Yep. And many of the successful Indian graduates of IIT started to dump money back into India and build a, a capitalist infrastructure there, or help build a capitalist infrastructure there. So this sort of thing can really take hold. If you were... What would also help India is the fact that American companies are trying to move their call centers over there and try to get the lowest rate they can, but still like, they (sighs) 
Sure, okay, Jordan. Okay, Jordan. Like, as dumb as that sounds, that there are also people who don't move their money back to India. Like, I don't... I. Are you saying that the U.S. should engage in more protectivist policies? Are you saying that, Jordan? Okay, let's go. Making recommendations to governments who wanted to get on board and stop being like Chad, Haiti, <laughs> Central African Republic, Congo, South Sudan, Libya, Yemen, and Venezuela, etc. What what concrete step, steps should? And a, a lot of those countries actually want to do more for their people instead of enriching fucking oligarchs. But you know reasons, right? Right. They take. Right. From the bottom up to get the hell out of the way. Exactly. So two things we've been doing, uh, because I'm, an, I'm a practitioner, as that's my entrepreneurial journey. I'm an entrepreneur, so I practice what I preach. Uh, but I also preach. I preach for free markets. And so when it comes to that, I'm, I'm, one of the hats that I wear is as the um, director for the African Center for Prosperity of the Atlas Network, the largest organization in the world of um, free market think tanks around the world. And so what we do there is we... Oh, great. A fucking think tank of capitalist motherfuckers who think to screw over the local people in order to make money. Sure, we need more of those. I, I can't, man. I can't. If somebody asks me today to be head over some free market motherfucking body. First, I'm like, can I change it to something with strict controls? If they say no, say fuck them. If I say keep going on my day, I don't care how much money they will offer me. I will purposely, if I ever got rich, if I ever got rich, I would use that money to facilitate making sure that I can destroy other motherfucking rich people to give back to the people that they've taken their money from. Every single dime that I can spend. And I don't mean that as a euphemism, like, after I get my... Like, no, I will buy the shit that I need to, make sure that I have a decent home, not something too big, something that would have a YouTube studio. I would buy a car that I would pay completely out for, and, you know, and I, shit, probably just pay off the shit that I got now, make sure it's fake working. But I will use every spare dime I can to advocate to help those who don't have it like I do. But fuckers like this, no, we need the status, status symbol. Work on um, reforms around the world to take down barriers of entry for local entrepreneurs. So that's one. Barriers of entry. In other words, rules and regulations. That's that's what it is. When they say barriers of entry for, for entrepreneurs, they mean rules and regulations. So you like having clean tap water? Then fuck you because it's a rule and regulation to make sure your top water is drinkable. That's a rule. That's a barrier. But let's go. But as we all know, that's a great initiative to take, and we've been making some really um, good advances in uh, in, in uh, many countries, especially in Ghana. We've been making a lot of progress with our partners there, Imani. But um, piecemeal. But that is piecemeal legislation. It takes forever. It is hard as heck. And by the time you made a gain here, you made 20 losses over there, and it's a continuous problem. But until we get better, we got to continue at it. So, What are the losses? Please tell me what are the losses. What is the losses that pe these people are facing? What are the losses? Please tell me those losses. Is it that you have to make sure that you have clean drinking water for people? You can't poison the drinking water? You can't poison the soil? What are those? What are those? Heinous, heinous rules that's stopping you from being an entrepreneur. What 
the country has to act, the country is partially nationalized some of their resources so you have to pay the people when you extract them you have to do a minimum wage you have to have worker protections you have to have worker guaranteed rights what are those rules and regulations and you never hear this shit you always hear free market free market free market what's constraining the free market what are the things that are constraining the free market they never say but let's go it's one thing we've been doing, and so that's a hat I wear, working with free market think tanks to try to make it easier for local entrepreneurs to, 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 to join in the party. Uh, additionally, I'm going bold, I'm going radical. For the past few years, uh, we've been advocating um, an idea for Africa that um, found some of its roots in, um, in Latin America. And again, I'm related to the people who are in... Whenever you hear a bold new plan of finding roots that has... Um, finding its root, um, a plan that has its roots in Latin America, think Chiquita Banana. Uh, unless they're going to talk about more socialist reform, cool, great, but think Chiquita Banana. Involved in this, my husband being one of the key figures in this movement, a movement called the Charter Cities. Paul Romer calls it like that. He's a Nobel laureate in economics. Um, others calls it. Oh, company towns. Oh, okay, company towns. Okay, yeah, we've heard of those before. Call it the free cities. I like to call it the startup cities. So the best way to think about it, Jordan, and it goes back to what you were talking about earlier when you said when you use the word operating software. Most of the poor developing, most of the low income nations, so meaning. Back in the days, the way we used to call it is poor nations are they have regulations for poverty. They're basically regulated for poverty, meaning the laws, the set of law, poverty. It's only wait, are there laws regulated for poverty or making laws that if people are in poverty, they protect it? What, what is it? What are those laws? What are the laws? Cause poverty. And so, what some of these fo folks have thought about looking at the Dubai example, Dubai just recently entered the top 10 of the international financial centers of the world. I'm just going to drop this right here. If you actually want to actually see it. Um, if you want to learn about Dubai. Here. Let's do this. If you want to learn about Dubai. World War Two. I'm going to put this in the chat. If you want to learn about Dubai, um, but when we hear the word Dubai, we're going to have you look at this video right here. It's a guy named Adam something. I'm sure you've heard of him. But check this video out. It has over 8 million views right now. And um, Adam something has some great points. We want to talk about Dubai. You can learn about Dubai from this video. But uh, let, let's, 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 let's get back. Let's get back to the video that we're doing in here. And what Dubai did at some point is think about it and be like, on this bare, you know, sand plot of sand that's technically worth nothing right now as is this 110 acres of land 
sand everywhere. They're like, well, maybe Sharia law is not the best for business. Um, we got to think about better. But they still do have Sharia law. And they live in a, the workforce that takes care of the buildings are immigrants that cannot leave back to their home countries. Set of laws for business. We're talking about only about business, not family law, not anything else but business. And they decided, it, okay, there's got to be something better. And so they looked around and it actually went to take one of the terms you used earlier. They're starting to realize, hmm, common law is actually a better way for business, specifically British common law. So at that point, and I'm over... Anything that will allow us to exploit our workers. Yeah. Simplifying here, because otherwise we can totally geek out on it. Remember, this is like one of my latest things that I've been involved in. Um, but latest, it's been the past 10 years, and I'm going to share with you a win. Um, so Dubai is like, we have to adopt British, um, you know, common law, primarily British common law. We're going to hire retired British common law judges to come and educate the law here, train our own people. And that, along with many other reforms, to also become a top center uh, when it comes to the, um, and, and the free markets when it comes to the finances. Dubai. Yeah, well, that British common law, that British common law system. So it's very, very interesting theologically and metaphysically. So it's predicated on... Why does he have to bring in any religion at all? God! Okay, I'm done with it. I'm done with Jordan Peterson. I'm done with it. I'm just done. This shit makes no sense. They are literally saying, let's exploit the workers and the poor and fuck them all just so we can get our business. Because reasons. I, I don't know what else to say, guys. Like, this shit right here is just hilariously, cartoonishly evil. It's cartoonishly evil because all it says is this. Fuck everybody else. Fuck you, pay me type shit, and I, I don't know what else to say. Like it, it's that's it's just cartoonishly evil. So yeah. Anyway, guys, like, share, subscribe, all that other good shit. Please, I'm trying to make 800 by the end of this month. If you can help me out by sharing my videos, we're up to at last count. Um, I think it was 738. If we can get to 800 by the end of the month, that'd be great. Share out the videos from. YouTube or Facebook, Twitch, Twitter. I don't give a fuck. Just share my videos and help the channel grow. We're going to cut the section right here.